And days fly by and they feel so fast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You're listening to episode number 198. And this is uh, a pleasure and a treat for all of you listeners because you don't have to hear me. You get to hear Jim Sobo, one of our most recent guests, taking over the podcast for the Howling Coyote Radio Hour. And he is sitting in his living room, packed out with a bunch of local musicians. Just sit back and enjoy Jim Sobo of the Howling Coyote Tour taking over the mics of the Mile High Show for episode 198. Oh, and don't forget, use that Amazon link. All you mu- musicians out there, you got to buy mic cords, you got to buy mics, you got to buy clips, you got to buy picks, you got to buy anything. Use the Amazon link at milehighshow.com. Also, go there and check out the archives where you could hear my conversations, which are nowhere near as good as tonight's, with uh, local musicians from around the Prescott and Arizona scene. So take it over, Jim Sobo and his guests at, uh, at the Howling Coyote Radio Hour. Thanks for tuning in. Let those days go by. I keep counting my blessings to see if they're messing my mind. Yet he you stay. Welcome to the first ever Howling Coyote Tour Radio Hour. I am your host. My name is Jim Sobo. And the beautiful music that you hear playing behind me at this moment is Mr. Tommy Anderson, who uh, just went on the last tour of the Howling Coyote Tour, and I'll explain all about the Howling Coyote Tour for you. Um, 13 years ago, I moved to lovely Prescott, Arizona, not Prescott, Prescott, and um, basically fell in love with local singer-songwriters, local performers, and I was actually astonished throughout the state um, how much great talent that, that there is. And so it, I couldn't be the only person in the entire world to know about all of these great people. So being that I used to play up in the San Francisco Bay Area for many years, I decided to create a showcase where I could take these great performers into the San Francisco Bay Area and showcase them north, south, east, and west, hopefully get a little bit of radio and a little bit of press and uh, create something amazing. And for some reason, when I called people, they would actually book the concert. I don't know why, I don't know how it happened, but I've been very grateful and humble um, and blessed ever since to be able to present the Helen Coyote Tour now for 13 years in the San Francisco Bay Area. And recently, I started doing this show here in Prescott. I never saw the purpose of doing it here in Prescott because why showcase local artists that are already playing as local artists, but then I found that no matter what, there's um, that was Tommy Anderson, by the way, just impromptu intro for our uh, our first show. Um, but musicians playing with each other, off of each other, watching each other, being inspired by by each other, it doesn't really matter where I do the show. It's it still it still kind of works. So um, I'm very 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 blessed and lucky tonight to have on my very first show, Mr. Tommy Anderson, who just played that. That intro. Hi, Tommy. How's it going, Jimmy James? How are you, sir? God, it's been a long time. I know it has. It has. It's. I, it's been since uh, July. Yeah, since well, I, you know, I saw Mid-July. so much of you though that it just soaked into me, Good. and it's it's <laughs> yeah. lasted for I the you were last. Say that. Yeah. I was just sick of you, and no. I didn't want to see you for another <laughs> six months. <laughs> 
And uh, from that last tour, the 13th tour, uh, it was Mr. Tommy Anderson and Ms., the first Ms. ever on the Helen Coyote Tour, Ms. Rosemary Tracy. Hi, Rosemary. Hi, Hi Jim. Good how, to be here. How, how are you? It's I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank good. you so much for blessing us. Oh, thank you for having me. With, with your presence. Um, very quickly, <laughs> only because he's the next one here. This is Mr. Matt, Matt Santos. And Matt... Uh, has produced Mile High Radio here in Prescott as a podcast. Um, he is an inspiration in the community. I'm very l lucky and blessed to be able to do this show because of Matt. Next in line, Mr. Sean Patrick McDermott. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm excellent this evening. Thank excellent, you. Excellent, yeah. excellent. First time I saw Sean was at a, a place here in Prescott called The, the Point, um, the same place that I saw Rosemary, and both of them I was just sitting there sipping a beer and just like hello <laughs> thank you man. how are you <laughs> well i need a, to meet you i was very fortunate that, that you were there that night so no no, yeah. no it was yeah it was great um yes i i had there's two dogs in the room and some of them might be bothering some of our our <laughs> very special guests uh tonight um next in line mr nikolai can you hello hello uh, nicholas how are you going, jim i'm good i'm good thank you so good. much yeah so nick uh is busy um, getting uh, attacked by your chihuahua. <laughs> fourth Helen Coyote tour. I was lucky enough to do a. Um, uh, it was the one and only Prescott's Got Talent in downtown uh, uh, Prescott at, yeah. the, at the courthouse. And um, first and second place were yourself and your former writing partner. Yeah. Um, and and the other gentleman uh, was Richie Hart. Yeah. From Tombstone. Yeah, that was a funny thing. We didn't know it was a contest until five minutes before we went on stage. <laughs> so, uh, my partner in my duo at the time, his mom told us it was an open mic and that, oh, well, they need people. So we're like, oh, crap, we'll sign up. And as we're going on, they're like, by the way, it's a contest. I'm like, oh, oh, well, we didn't know that. And then and we won accidentally. Yeah. And <laughs> because I'm a musician, of course, I picked two other musicians. To, of course, yeah. And I took you both on the fourth tour. Yeah. 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 So he's uh, Nick is actually an alumni, but somehow Nick and Sean cross paths, and we will talk about that as yeah. as well. Cool. And you guys now are kind of a, a formal duo. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So for sure. two amazing songwriters in your own right, right? Yeah. I appreciate like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks so uh, Nick, you're going to be the lucky one. Uh oh. To start answering questions. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of the time, I think, we'll just go off the cuff, but I am actually so nervous Yeah, you've got, right like, now. a list and everything. You've got the whole bit here. The premeditated. Yeah, you're yeah. you're all bona fide I and know, legit I here know, and everything. <laughs> so uh, my favorite DJ, I'm just going to give a, uh, a shout-out. Back in the 1970s, was on KMET. His name was is Jim Ladd. Now he's on uh, a Sirius XM on Deep Tracks. But uh, just going to give a shout out to Jim Ladd. Love you, man. All right. So first question. First question. Um, uh, when did music come in, into your life? Uh, it, it, I, it was there before me. Both my parents played. And uh, so at five years old, I decided I wanted to start playing piano. And we had this beautiful, gorgeous Baldwin baby grand piano and the first thing I ever learned was, uh, do you remember the Meow Mix commercials? The oh, Meow sure. Meow song? Yeah. Yeah. Meow, 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 yeah. Meow, meow, That's the first thing. I learned how to play that on a Baldwin baby grand piano <laughs> when I was, yeah, exactly that. 
uh, yeah. So it just started in like the, what is that '96, I think. Um, learned how to play that, and then a couple years later, this you know this thing with a bunch of strings on it reared its ugly or pretty head, depending on what you're looking at. And uh, you know, 20 years later, here we are. <laughs> Amazing. All right, sort of so happens. we we are going to do in the round questions. That is going to be tonight's uh, format here on the first Helen Coyote tour. Radio Hour. Um, So, Tommy Anderson, Mm. um, when did music come into your life? You know what? Uh, I found music roughly about the same time that I found girls and marijuana. (laughs) So, it was a trifecta. So, I grew up on a farm in Minnesota. Are we allowed to say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's legal in some states. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Some states. It's just those seven deadly words. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Carlin, yeah. George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah, so I grew up on a farm in Minnesota, So, uh, and I used to listen to AM radio. So from about 250 miles away was Chicago and WLS radio. So I used to listen late at night, but my parents, you know, really didn't. Uh, there was no music in our house. <clears throat> so I would listen to radio really quiet and lay down on the floor with a pillow by the speakers and have it really quiet and listen to WLS. And, and like I say, that's uh, the summer of love, I guess you would call it, you know. Finding a super hot girlfriend and finding some weed and listening to WLS radio. And, yeah, that's enough to bump anyone off the farm. So that's, that's when I knew I wasn't going to be a oh farmer. Oh, my Lord. You know, I, I, spent, uh, I spent a full week with, with Tommy Anderson. And actually, every moment of his life was actually just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. He's, he's like a myth. And a legend, but he's right there. He's right in your face. And you're like, yet you just will be talking about him when he leaves the room, because how can you not? Okay. Rosemary Tracy. Hello. Hi there. Hi. When did music come into your life? Oh, God. I also am very nervous, so (laughs) just so you know. Um, Yes, we are all very (laughs) intimidating people here. Well, I would have to say... I went through the I went through the church route. I was in the church choir, school choir. Um, I finally started playing guitar at around fourteen or fifteen, kind of a little bit later. I played piano and clarinet and all that crazy nerdy stuff. But guitar, my dad ended up giving me like three music lessons, I think, and I think we got in a big fight after that. So. After that, um, we both just kind of separated to our own corners in the house and like played our own music. But that really just kind of, both of my parents played, my mom, piano, my dad, guitar. And then they just kind of like helped me out. I went to a couple open mics, met the right people there. And that's kind of, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. Excellent. So, Thank yeah. you. 222. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is the, it? Uh, <gasps> Great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got some other people in the uh, room. There is Tommy's love of, of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joan, and then uh, we also have John, who is Rosemary's husband, who actually was the fifth Beatle on on this last. He uh, was. He uh, was uh, the, the transporter as yeah, well. He, yeah, he did Dang. everything. He wor- worked the door. He dealt with <laughs> mental health in, <laughs> in the room. He packed the van. Packed yeah. the van. John the tessellator. Yeah. Carried yeah. gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Got right. us the gigs on time. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right, You're Mr. Hired. Sean Patrick McDermott. Yes. Hello. Hello. Okay, when did, or yeah, when did music come into your life? Yeah, so, um, well, I'm also nervous, so uh, there's <laughs> that. I'm going to throw that in here. Um, it's always uh, sitting and talking oh. down into a mic yeah, within this. It's this a weird thing. Totally different It is a weird me. thing. And, uh, the first time I actually did it was with Matt. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a skill. 
Yeah, it throws yeah. me throws me way off. No, um, it, it's a performance art. Can you Absolutely. do it for three hours yeah. with a guitar, but when it's just you on a couch? Exactly. Oh my god. And the guitar's sitting here, but it's like yeah. I want to be playing. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I at some point my parents put a little you know like Casio keyboard in the living room, and I think I was five, and I started uh, dicking around with it. And at some point, I had learned for Elise by watching the little, it had the little screen and the things, and I and I learned that. And they said, oh, we should get them lessons. So they got me lessons, and then I got, I got a flute in the sixth grade that I played forever, and then I got a guitar in the eighth grade. Um, flute. I, I played a cello f- later on. Yeah, I played flute for like six yeah, years. Yeah, I hate that thing now. You were so cool, though. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, I, was, I was the coolest I kid. I hated myself for not being able to I play. Was, I'm like, how much of an idiot am I <laughs> that I can't play a flute? Yeah, man, come on. And they're the coolest instruments. Yeah. I mean, Ian Anderson. The versatility yeah. is just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I hate those things now, but, uh, I did play one for a while. And it, yeah, anyway, I, um, my parents were very encouraging and I, I never thought I would actually be a musician. I always thought I was going to write, I tried to write fantasy stories when I was a kid, but now I write, uh, weird fantasy songs and things. So that works instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so you, you don't know how the music, how your life leads into it and then how you end up living through it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's taken over completely. I, I mean, mean, but yeah. yeah, the various skills you had prior to it, how they become applicable to oh, being, yeah. you know, a song crafter. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm so, f- I'm really fascinated with the, the science of, of sound and acoustics. I, that's something that kind of gets me going. So I, you're, um, you're yeah. a little bit of a luthier or guitar. I won't Builder. claim. I won't claim to be that. I've a assembled. Luthier, right, is more. I've assembled acoustic. two guitars. I've not made any guitars, but I I, I work on guitars. I call myself a novice guitar tech. Uh, maybe intermediate. <laughs> yeah, I maybe think not. the word tech is is underrated. Um, <laughs> I'd love to be a luthier. <laughs> Everybody's a tech now. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. So I think it's time for some more live music. Absolutely. Uh, being that we're doing this in the round, I'm going to start with Tommy. Because that was just an intro, and you had to do that, and it wasn't a full song, and so it just wouldn't be right if, if I didn't let you play now. <laughs> and you just happened to be sitting there. <clears> and with, I just happened to be sitting w- in front of the with, mic. With the guitar. Yeah. So, Tommy, please play us a song, sir. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to be playing tonight, but uh, you said keep it raw, so, so here's one of these songs. and uh, So this one's called I Can't Reach You, and I wrote this uh, about a year ago. Always kept myself out at arm's reach, and now you've done the same. You're here to teach me, but I can't reach you. Still, I cannot walk away. No, I can't reach you. Close yet so far. 
Thank you so much. Yeah. And I could tell your dogs are digging it because his tail is <laughs> wagging like crazy, man. Yes. Live performance art here in Prescott, Arizona. <laughs> so uh, in case there's anyone that ever um, listens to this outside of Prescott, Arizona, um, uh, Prescott, Arizona is a mile-high town. It's, um, it's somewhere between... Uh, the Phoenix area and Flagstaff, a little west of, of there. And um, it's surrounded by forest and lakes and uh, beautiful rock uh, formations and saguaro cactus. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And um, I encourage everyone to come here and, and check out the, the great original singer-songwriters you can find here and, and throughout the state. All right. It is time for question number two. <laughs> Nick, hello. Hello again. All right, this is easy. This is really easy. The uh, first one was, how did music come into your life? And, of, and logically, the second question should be, is what did it mean to you and what does it mean to you now? I mean, it was sort of just the whole thing for me. I mean, like I said, both my parents played. Um, my mom and dad both played several instruments and... Uh, there was just always guitars and pianos and drums and all kinds of stuff just around the house. And it's, frankly, the only thing I was ever good at. <laughs> like, right? Like, and even to, to now, like my day job, you know, I have a full-time 
day job, but I, I still work with sound and with audio and stuff in that life. So no matter what I'm doing, it's always around uh, the, the idea of sound, no matter what it is. And it's the only thing that ever clicked and made real sense to me. Like, I, I'm not an artist. I can't draw or paint or anything like that. I can make a stick figure look like it has leprosy. But, you know, I didn't know that was possible. It's really bad. That actually sounds pretty impressive. It's, it's yeah. not as good just, as you might think. You it's just do everything just in dots, basically. So yeah, pretty much. Figure, it's terrible. Like, every so, other dot is gone. Yeah, so music for me was just, you know, the ultimate communicator. It was the way to just it, to put it out there. And it was the one thing that made sense. It was the one thing I always came back to, you know, with all the other instruments I play and everything. It just sort of was the thing I dove into head first it just clicked yeah it made sense you know it couldn't not that's beautiful i love it oh my god i'm <laughs> gonna cry tommy anderson um what did it mean to you when music came into your life back then and what does it mean to you now you know what uh, that's a good question and you know like i say i grew up on a farm and we we didn't have any music on the farm like there was just no music and so I was lucky enough to have a, a stereo up in my room. And you know what? It just transported me. It was just like it's saving grace. And when, when so once again, since I came across girls and, and the weed at the same time, right? So then you hear songs, you hear songs on the radio and it just means, it's like, oh, they wrote that song about me. Like I remember hearing I'm, I'm Not In Love by 10CC and oh my God, it just ripped my heart out of my chest. And it's like, oh man. And then, then you start listening to other songs and it's like, oh my God, that's, they wrote that about me. And then, you know, that's when you learn that when you're writing songs, if it's true for you, it's going to be true for a lot of people, you know, as long as you go for the truth. And, you know, so it kind of transported me and it still does. So I tell you what, on long, hard, tough days, I come home, I play music. I love to play music. I do the weirdest things. So I, you know, I was out playing probably 175 nights this year and, uh, but I get home from a gig, you would think after you played for three hours, you're going to get home and just relax, you know, whatever. No, I get home and I play, and I'll play till one, two, three, four in the morning. You know, I just love music. It just takes you away. It makes the world very, very small. So right now there's all this craziness going on, and Trump, and everybody's crazy, and you don't know what's going uh -oh. on. And all of a sudden, the world just gets about two feet circumference around you, you know, when you're doing music. And all that stuff goes away. You're in your little safe spot, so... Yeah, so it's my safe, happy place. Amen. Yay. Brother, Can amen. I hear an amen? Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, AM radio. Yeah. Um, uh, K K KFJ, I believe, um, was my AM radio station. And I think one of the first things I ever heard on that was like the Jackson 5. And, I still do a Jackson and, 5 song. Uh, oh, um, baby, give me one more chance. Yeah, yeah. And, Show you my love. And then, yes, yeah. 10CC and yeah. and just this other, like, insanely good pop back then. One was wonders. really just what great, we call man. kind of soft rock now, I, I suppose. But, Jeez, that's but uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, I love that stuff. Andrew Gold and oh, just, sure. yeah, Andrew just, Gold. yeah, just started, you know, and then, yeah. It was, suddenly I was like, what is, and why do I like this mm -hmm. so much? Mm -hmm. Why am I suddenly so happy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Rosemary. Yes, sir. What did it and what does it? Oh, what did it mean? I, oh man, when music found me, I, it was just cool. Like it was just a culmination of 
um, just identity. I got up on, it was a stage, it was an open mic, and I played my first original in front of people, and something just clicked. And it was the coolest feeling. Um, nothing else could really compare. I talk to my husband sometimes about his BMX stuff. Like sometimes that one thing that just grabs you, it just is what you are. So what it means now, I'd actually kind of not been doing a lot of music. Um, I opened a salon a few years ago and when Jim found me, when music again found me. She's got great hair. (laughs) Right now it's different colors of pink and purple. (laughs) But when Jim found me, he kind of busted through my oh my God, I was such a robot. I was workaholic at that point. And we went on this tour. And since we got back, I've been playing at least one show every month. And it just kind of, yeah, thank you, Tommy. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. that was you as well. Thank you. And it just kind of was a huge tap on the shoulder of identity. This is who you are. This is what you are. And as long as you know what you are, like you can do anything in life. I mean. I don't know what I am. (laughs) You're a musician. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah, so just identity. You I are the say. last in the room, my friend. Oh my <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Oh, okay, and, and ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Sean Patrick McDermott. <laughs> the full in name. Case, I and, and that was Rosemary Tracy. Um, so, Sean, w- what did music mean to you when it came into your life, and what does it mean to you now? Yeah, I, it um, it it kind of snuck up on me uh, over time, but um, I really looking back, I I realize um. I made friends with the group of guys when I, when I got to middle school in sixth grade, and um, they were you know they were the right kind of weird. They were my kind of weird, and we, we got really close. And one of them's in town visiting right now, actually. But um, we're all freaks. Yeah, and then one of the other ones got married in Scottsdale a couple nights ago. I was down there, but uh, yeah, it was great. But uh, anyway, they were they were all much better musicians than I was. I had just been playing piano for like two years, and um, I just started the flute thing. And uh, and one of one of these, <laughs> yeah, flute, yeah. Um, you want to know? Okay, here's here's why. I'm going to talk about it. I wanted to play sax. Tickled my mouth too much. Couldn't do it. I could not deal with a reed. Thank and, you for that. And, yeah, thank na- you. And so I was like, well, jazz. So flute, right? Uh, great thought process. Worked out great. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So a buddy of mine uh, from back then, now, now he's in Nashville playing piano, and he was really the guy that drove me uh, to be a better musician. He was so good at the piano that I, that I stopped trying to be good at that and started trying other things, and that forced me into guitar, and uh, I'm very thankful for it. Now it's all I think about. It's just, you know, it, it's, it kind of occupies my entire uh, thought space without, without me ever trying, you know, for that to, to happen. Um, but uh, I, I try to make as much of my work, you know, related to that as possible, which has been pretty successful lately. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, well, it, look, there's something called art. So there's kinesthetic in- intelligence. There's analytical intelligence, and there's artistic intelligence. And when you have artistic I- intelligence, that's why it makes sense to you. You can see the formulas, just mm-hmm. like someone that studies science or yeah. chemistry or something it's all it pattern. just all makes complete yeah. sense pattern recognition and, yeah. over, i mean you, you know the more you the more you hear things and can identify can i assign a you know a name to that concept right. or whatever the, the more it makes sense yeah. and your ears get better and that's what worst yeah. thing ever is is coming up with a song spontaneously just why just i don't know where you're walking down the street and not having an instrument and not having something uh, to write on and it's just you know, yep. it's just weird. It just pops into your head, like like all of a sudden, like yep. just, you're like, huh, that'd be kind of a cool idea. Try uh, to keep singing until you get home, that's right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we <laughs> now, for, now yeah. we have our uh, cell phones, <laughs> right? All right, so it's time for another live. 
performance, ladies and gentlemen. Getting bored with talking. It's time for Rosemary Tracy to get up on the mic and play us a song. So uh, Rosemary and Tommy um, both came with me on the last Helen Coyote tour uh, for 2018, our 13th tour, and uh, are going to be playing with me at Mark's Beer Garden this Friday night. Uh, or I'm not I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, the a week from yes, one uh, eleven Friday, the eleventh of January, from six to nine p.m. and uh, have a great time. Just hanging out down there. It's a great place. Hope hope you check it out. Nick and Sean played with me at my very first Helen Katie tour show that I decided to do in Prescott. And I was I was really worried about that. I didn't sh wasn't didn't know how the, the show was going to turn out or anything of the sort. Um, and it was it was outstanding. It was outstanding. It was fun. Yeah, we had yeah, a great time. I mean, just such great energy. Um, people that I would think wouldn't be into my concept were really into it. Everybody Absolutely, was yeah. really. It was a good crowd. They really enjoyed it, and that yeah. gave me a tremendous amount of hope. So. Yeah, the response yeah. was very positive. Right. Yeah. People here really do love. I still live might have a chance. Music. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's yeah. a good spot for for actually it is. You know, it's, it's making like, and, a showcase out of it. And the inside is intimate. And during the summer, they have a, a deck out, outside, so yeah. that will create a whole other at, at mm -hmm. atmosphere. All right. Well. Rosemary has her guitar in her hand, and there's a mic in front of her. Ugh. So let's see what uh, what happens here. Oh, God. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so this is an original called It's Gonna Be Fine, which is what I'm going to tell myself before we do this live <laughs> song here. Um, I think I wrote this about two or three years ago. Um, yeah, it's just a simple kind of bluesy song. Here we go. <laughs> My heart is happy, woo, -hoo -hoo -hoo. 
can flip quick, flip the switch and be. But so can I. I didn't say it. And I'm stronger for any hills I might climb. And I'm not here alone now, and each hand I hold out will come back to me in my sweet time. And I just know it in my heart of hearts, in the back of my mind, well, it's gonna be I can just hold my ground when I can't walk a straight line. It's gonna be just fine. You can't rest easy. Don't let your worry make you old. Take a breath in, no breath will quite taste the same. And tell me how many hours your fingers can hold. So Mark Spiergarten on the 11th? Is that what it is? On the 11th, yeah. yeah. Friday. Okay. Yeah, so even yeah. the guests want to come to the show now. Yeah, well, that was excellent. Hey, yeah. thank you. Oh, excellent. my God. Well, I'm oh. also playing on the 19th at the Meadery, too. And oh, if you guys yeah. ever want to jam, Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll oh, cool. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so now you know why Tommy and I sucked on the last tour. That is so not true. You guys are like Obi-Wan and whoever else was not, not Darth Vader. Like... Neither of you were. I think I was Darth Vader on that. No, I'm, I'm Eastern European. I'm more like a Chewbacca. Yeah. Jim, I got I to gotta let <laughs> you know that like in the future, don't, you got to end with this. Yeah, man. put her last. Because now Sean and I are not. <laughs> we have to follow that. Yeah. You're yeah, guys. Halfway through. Whatever. Come on. Yeah, whatever is right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. saw you guys. I saw well, these two guys play actually at the point um, on our anniversary yeah the 21st and they That's were cool. phenomenal phenomenal so yeah it's as, as close to room. queen actually cool. as as you, you can, as as time, you you can get to. yeah you should come yeah. i'd love time. to yeah. and likewise okay all right so Sorry. now it's time for question number three ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to the very first talent coyote tour show yes thank you radio hour Thank you, Matt, Matt Santos. Uh, should we be taking a break? Are we about there? Or no? Okay. Excellent. All right. We are moving on. Next question. Nick is always number Hello one. again. Yes. <laughs> All right. My mic over there. Yes. All right. So um, 
were were you ever were you influenced by radio? Like, did did you you know was it something that I know that <laughs> you know some of the the artists have already said what that meant to to it's, them. It's kind of funny in that no, and I shouldn't. I really shouldn't say that. Because I literally have a show on a radio station. I work in radio 40 plus hours a week. And I really shouldn't admit this publicly. But no, I mean, it was there. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I was aware of it. But no, I mean, like. Did you research these questions? Uh, I, I really. Yeah, no. I mean, basically, my there, there's been this game in my uh, with my parents since I was you know, knee high to a grasshopper of the song comes on and go, all right, who did that song? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could be some weird off the wall, like who did it in the summertime? Oh, that's Mungo Jerry, you know? And, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah, in the summertime, exactly. So, you know, with, with that sort of thing, you know, the radio just sort of reinforced it. If I heard something weird that I didn't know what it was, I'd call my dad and go, I feel like I should know this. So, like, I, I remember calling him once in high school about who did that song? There's never been any reason. It's Head East. Because Shazam didn't exist back in the day. But no, radio once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll catch something on there that uh, I go, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. I haven't heard that before. But um, like, no, I mean, I, I, I was already good at knowing classic rock and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Up and, and so. Well, you you instead of having you somebody is a radio yeah. when you're growing up. Yeah. And know? it was my whether parents. it's your. Yeah. So it was my mom telling me at three years old that, that was I was going to be a Beatles fan, whether I liked it or not. Yeah. Yeah. They were the programmers of that exactly. station, and that's yeah. what you, you listened to. Yeah, my brother yeah. and I thought rap was cool in 1994, and my mom decided that we didn't. Right. And so <laughs> right. now I'm a huge Beatle yeah. freak. And, you know, and the reason why I'm asking this question is because I'm dating myself, actually, kind of, by asking about radio, right? Uh, um I am older, <laughs> and uh, I fifth, was Jim. so influenced by that AM radio station and then going on to these wild FM stations with these freeform you know, FM DJs that were just going crazy on my mind, like, oh, my dear Lord, what is going on? You See, know, and, and, and so, I try to play weird so, stuff on the radio yeah. because... You know, it's it's fairly but formulaic that's all we in had FM, then. and I've got to be careful what I say here because yeah. that's my boss who gives me a paycheck. But um, you know, yeah, I, I, mean, I try to at least one song a day. A I try to make it weird. Thing, you know, yeah, it's a generational thing. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what. That's how we got music when we were growing exactly. up. Um, and then a good portion of the population now. Yeah. that's not how they receive music anymore. Exactly. I have a but, feature where I I highlight. I have a day. I, it's a, a different thing each day, and Tuesdays every day is called B sides and rarities day. That's the day where, like, I'll play. Sure, here's a song by uh, I don't know, like Cake, but it's not going to be short skirt long jacket or something like that. It's going to be a song called Dime or whatever off of their what was that O three album. You know, like I try to get the weird stuff in there. You know, yeah, if I'm playing so Creedence, I'm not going to play Proud Mary. I'm going to play Bootleg or something. You yeah, know? So play some important. weird stuff. You know, get it out there. Yeah, that's I try to at least one a day on the radio makes something weird excellent because it's someone's got to do it right all right so in our circle at the moment rosemary is is completely uh to the left of nick <laughs> that's my um, right jim is it okay <laughs> it's my you. left <laughs> all right so <laughs> yeah i'm sorry Stage you're close yeah, yeah two options <laughs> Jim drove on the tour. Stage left. Uh. Exactly. 
You know, just as long as people laugh at me, Jim life is good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Life is good. Okay. So, uh, same question. Uh, did you listen to radio when you were young, or, or yes. does radio like have any influence, or yes. what was your musical landscape like? W- what were you listening to when when you were growing up? Man, that's yes. Radio absolutely had everything to do with. Um, the outside world because I grew up in a smaller town in Alaska called Palmer, which is actually about an hour north of Anchorage. <laughs> yeah, Tommy's making a rock on hand because you've been where Elmendorf, yeah, Anchorage. I was in the, was in the army. Yes, in that's Alaska, right. Uh-huh. So I've been to Palmer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and he's been to Palmer and everything. But yeah, um, we had five channels on the TV, and radio. We had one really good rock station and one really good pop station then, and it saved me. I would fall asleep listening to it. I would wake up listening to it. It was just, um, I don't know, uh, it, it was the way to find, at that point, we didn't have things like <laughs> like Apple, like iTunes and all of that craziness. You just had the radio. So I remember running into the kitchen with a cassette tape in the tape deck, just waiting all day for that one song to come on just so I could hit record on my tape so I could play it in the tape deck. So all my songs in high school were like three seconds shy of the very beginning because I'd run in to try to record them. Didn't have money to buy Do you guys them, remember so. mixtapes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, oh. made them. I know Matt had Need some them. mad <laughs> mixtapes. Oh, damn it, Sean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my mix, my mixtapes were iTunes playlists. Yeah. <laughs> iTunes playlists. That, yeah. is, my, that <laughs> is my age. I was looking oh, to my man. right again. Yeah, I'm oh, obviously man. directionally challenged. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's some gentlemen in the room that might be of Gosh. my decade. I think I'm older. Th- I'm, I'm older than you. Oh, aren't I? Yeah, no. Yeah, a year. I'm 16 forever, though. You're, yeah, yeah. You're the, I stopped aging. Absolutely. Yeah, a long you're time ago. definitely arrested development. It's the weed. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a preservative, I think. Okay, so we you've already answered this, uh, but I'm going to ask you again. Um, yeah. Tell me about radio. Well, let me expand upon that. So yeah, I was listening to radio, like I say, WLS. WLS Chicago, Ooh. right? And uh, so that really got me uh, clicking, right? But then uh, some city folks moved out to the country. His name is David Shada. Uh, he was my best friend. Uh, and uh, so all the Shadas moved out there. They were city folk. So they come out there. So I go down to their house and... Yeah, now we're listening to Ted Nugent. I tell you what, Cat Scratch Fever Free For All album. Like, the reason I play guitar is because of Ted Nugent doing Free For All. That record just kicked ass. And then and Cat these Scratch days Fever he makes some amazing antelope burgers. <laughs> yes, and yes. you know what? Uh, if it would have been nowadays, wouldn't have been a Ted Nugent fan. But back then, I tell you what. Back then, I tell you what, Free For All, that whole record, man, just kills you. Then we started getting into Frank Zappa. Which is, yeah, so then I'm going from the nice, pretty AM songs. Now I'm getting into Zappa. And then we got into Yes, and then Yes gets you into Genesis. Then Genesis takes you down the whole At this point, thing. ladies and gentlemen, Tommy's mind has been officially blown. <laughs> yep, yep. And then, of course, Rush. So when I moved to Alaska, uh, yeah. I started playing guitar, and so I wanted to play Rush. I had no idea that they were the world's hardest band. Mm-hmm. I just thought guitar was extremely difficult to play. <laughs> it's like, how hard is attitude. this instrument, right? And I was doing Rush, trying to do Rush note for note. Was it Working Man? Is that what you... Is that, is that what that was the, off their first album with uh, Rutsy Collins, their their first drummer, yeah. But uh, but we were, we were, we were doing, uh, you know, 
So then I went to audition for my first band in Alaska, and I auditioned on guitar, and they said, you know what? You suck on guitar. You're going to be the bass player. <laughs> so it's like, fine, I'll be the bass player. So I still play bass to this day. But that was what got me down the path. So I was playing guitar, and now I'm playing bass. Then I figured, you know, you better pick up other instruments. Then it's like, you better pick up banjo, and then you better pick up, you know, dobro. Then you better pick up piano, and then... I hate you multi-instrumentalists. <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> I'm looking at Nick as well. And, and Sean. Sean! Uh, so, you've yes. got, you, uh, did you ever listen to radio? And if not, what was your musical landscape? You know, I um, no, not really. Uh, and my parents even didn't really. We listened to... Um, we had, you know, Eagles and Dire Straits and... Uh, Nora Jones and John Mayer at the same time. So I didn't know what was how old. That all sounds really good. Yeah, it was good yeah. stuff. You know, I, uh, my parents had pretty good taste, I think. My mom listened to a lot more country than I, I care to admit, but, you know, that's all right. Um, it was Texas. That's okay. I grew up in Houston, so. Um, there's great country out there, though. Oh, there's lots of great country yeah. out there. You just don't hear any of it on the radio right now. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. real, um, I mean. You got a couple guys know, now, when, In fact, to, Casey ju too. just to say that is... You know, I just came back from Austin, mm -hmm. and um, oh, you got quality out there, man. Yeah, but I mean, mm -hmm. just we've known many, many great country artists, or what would be categorized as country artists, that are just phenomenal songwriters and just pour their hearts oh, and yeah. souls out there. And that's the stuff that's not the commercial stuff, but yeah. the other stuff. That it's you some hear, of the, some yeah. of the absolute best best uh, songwriting for sure but right. i no, the it's the, the current state of the country music industry is is a bit of an issue it causes the songwriting to get stale because there's well, you, you know it's the same six guys sitting in a room writing everybody cut in yeah. deeper man you got to get deeper yeah, no. yeah, it's got to find the now there's, you got there's some really good stuff out there well now I'm, li I'm listening to like sturgill simpson and there like you jason go. isbell there you and, go. yeah oh, those guys yeah. are great um but they're not part of that what we world, call you know americana now. exactly right. yeah they, they call i think sturgill says outlaw country is his thing right yeah I like that term. But, but basically, yeah. it's, it's undefinable. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just good music, good, good songwriting. Exactly. And, uh, it doesn't Is matter. Isbell's right. a heck of a guitar player, right. too. Throw that guy and Bob Dylan. And, oh, yeah. And Cat Stevens in the same room, and they'd all just be chilling out, just oh, yeah. hanging out, playing tunes for each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just quality. Yeah. Oh, he's not even on the mic. He's fine. Nobody heard that one. Nobody heard that. Okay. Yeah, no, I just, uh, not much radio, but. Uh, yeah <laughs> no yeah sounds amazing though all the three of the people that you first said mm -hmm. you know are such that's that's what's exciting is that and that's why i continue this tour year after year because there's always new inspiring stuff out there there's people out there making music playing music writing music singing music yeah creating and well the accent it's is so it's easy it's now. it's yeah. what is translates with me as hope yeah, there you yeah. Go. It's, me, it's, it's like me, there's it's still me, there's hope for this planet so. as long as, you know, we've got people creating out there and speaking individually, independently, sure. originally, yeah. you know, not playing other people's music, but creating. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be OK, you know, as, yeah. as long as we've as we've as, uh, as we've got that going on. All right. So it's time for another performance. OK. Again, um, I am tired of talking. So uh, this time, Sean Patrick McDermott is coming on to the, the mic, and next I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fill you guys in on on the next 
question. Um, and this is the most overrated, stupidest question that, that DJs use and have been using for the last hundred years is, uh, who are some of your influences and who do you like now? So that's, uh, that it's going to be a past, right? Exactly. It's going to be a past and, and a future question, but it's way overused. Cool. And that just shows you what a newbie. Well, it's, that, a, it's a very relevant that question. That I, I am. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, the nerves Sean, are back. Here we go. Okay. Take the mic. All right. Uh, this is a song called Sarah that I wrote, um, I think a couple years ago. Anyway. So. Sarah stays at home Staring at the phone It never rings anymore She doesn't lock the door She's waiting for someone to come along Sarah tries her best Harder than the rest But something's always wrong Why is something always wrong? She never knows the answer Oh, oh but oh, how she does Try so hard to see Why she's home but she's never free Sarah looks outside, wants to fly But it only ever rains anymore What good is all this rain for? She's waiting for the sun to come along Oh, how she does try to understand Why the world is not in her hands Fortune strikes again Sarah's got a plan She will not hide anymore She opens up the door And walks right up to the sun And says I will not wait for you oh, Thank you Thanks, guys. Well, my guitar got out of tune, but that's okay. That was fun. Appreciate that. No, that was that was absolutely awesome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the nurse right, came so back Nick, for sure. Right, so Nick, pick up your guitar. Go uh, ahead, you all goofball. Right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, goofball. Let's get let's get Nick up there. Um, so again, everyone who is listening right now, thank you so much. This is this is Jim Sobo. This is the Howling Coyote Tour Radio Hour. Thanks to Mr. Matt Santos and Mile High Radio. Um, the Helen Cater Tour, again, takes original, independent singer-songwriters to the San Francisco Bay Area every single year and showcases them. 
um, for the last 13 years. And thank you to the radio stations. Um, and thank you to the press over the years. And um, you can check it all out at www.howlandcoyotetour.com. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Nick, have at it, my friend. All right. Uh, <laughs> dog scratching my keys over there. <laughs> yeah, this is one I wrote a few months ago. I don't know. It's um, Here's this. Days fly by and they feel so fast I spend my time just thinking about time Count on each minute, make sure I'm living it Just watching the house go breezing past I keep watching the TV when no one can see me winning The minutes go by Then I take my new place and I look at my face in the mirror He's some other guy When it's all too fast, you are passing in Time stands still Time stands still The time before you and I I was took minutes The minutes were seconds But none of that mattered The minute I met you Let those days go by I keep counting my blessings To see if they're messing my mind Yet here you stay And I know what you're feeling when you catch me stealing a glance You don't have to say When it's all too fast, you walk past and then Time stands still Time stands still, yeah Some rock and roll I didn't going have on. You, I had to do yeah, something. Yeah, I, know. I, I like what you did better than what I, like I, all the things I've ever done. That was I nice. Figure something out. <laughs> yeah, that was great. 
Oh, nothing like humility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone out there in Radio Land and Podcast Land and Mr. Matt Santos at Mile High Radio. Yeah, I was going to say, we have another question. Have question well, one more here. question. Do we have time? <laughs> well, what time? Yeah. Do I we mean, have time? Yeah. Are you sure? It can't be totally rich. Oh, no, right? I got, I got like five more questions, but yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. I was, yeah, I thought that was a good place to wrap it up, but if you guys want me to keep on chugging along like a, like the caboose I can, that I, I can, am. I can stick around All right. a little more, I think, yeah. So, um, very quickly though, very quickly, if anyone wants to see Sean and Nick perform, where do you go? We're at, uh, we're at the Jersey point. Lily oh, yeah. in Prescott here every Tuesday night from seven to 10. Correct. And then we're at the point, well, about every other week, right? Yeah. Just about, I, I play at the point a lot on Friday nights. Sure. To 10, and if, uh, if Nick's not playing with his other band, right. he's, I'm he's there with me. I'm with, uh, I'm in a band called little Larry in the drive. I play lead guitar for us. So. Any weekend I'm not at Jersey Lily with Larry, I'm at the point with Sean. So you just basically go downtown. Musicians any in this given room night, you'll right find now, us people. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you understand what it takes <laughs> <laughs> to play every. No sleep night. at all. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tommy. Uh-huh. Where can we see you? How can we find you? Where do you live? <laughs> Well, I tell you what, if you ever come over to the little, quaint little hippie mountain town of Jerome, Arizona. So I started uh, four years ago now. It's been a full four years. I started the Jerome Ukulele Orchestra. So in the first year, we got noticed by America's Got Talent. And that was not ukulele people. That it's was... ukulele. Yeah, that's right. Ukule- it's more fun to say. That's right. it's, it is. <laughs> and uh, so uh, next Thursday, we're celebrating our fourth full year and going into our fifth season. Uh, I also got written up in the cover story of Ukulele Magazine this month. So I've got worldwide attention now for the Jerome Ukulele Orchestra. Uh, I do a Beatles show the final Friday of each month. So I just did uh, a couple nights ago, I did a Beatles show in Sedona. You're going to have to have a conversation after this. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm the Beatles dude I'm in uh, Arizona. Freak, so Are you? Yeah, oh, you should have been oh, there. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's almost offensive. So, really? Yeah. Let's get, let's, 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 That's let's why we're here this. tonight. Our living room is just covered That's why in we're Beatles here tonight. Oh, it's yeah. stupid. It's all yeah. hilarious. We are, we are, we are making friends. Yeah. Yeah. And aside from that, you know, just playing a lot of shows, uh, you know, Where do this, people go to find you? You know what? Go to TommyRocks.net. .net. And then Thank .com. You. I own a music store in Jerome called Tommy Rocks. So TommyRocks.com is the music store. TommyRocks.net is me, the musician. Tommy's got a net and a com. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Dual uh, it almost sounds offensive. I, I <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, same, Sean. Yeah, yeah. You basically you can you're, catch you're Sean Nick. solo outside yeah. of, of yeah, the duo exactly. though more than you can catch uh, just the two of us too. Where True. Else yeah, I, I play I play around town. I play at Elgato Azul once in a good long while. Now that I think about it, that's been a bit. Um, I play at the Meadery fairly often yeah. every couple months. Yeah. Um, I play some of the some of the like golf clubs around here and stuff. Yeah. If no, you no, no, Happen no. to be that no, fancy. No, no, no. Granite yeah, Mountain too, right? Granite I play Granite Mountain. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, brewery on, on um, Cortez uh, once in a while. Probably once every couple months there. Yeah. Um, yeah, just in case people don't know, um, sometimes musicians have to take jobs that they don't like. That's true. Yeah, a gig is usually oh, a gig. There, there's <laughs> exceptions, but uh, yeah, a gig's a gig. I, I won't, I won't name the place that I played at for three weeks and quit. That wasn't oh, quite, yeah, quite in Prescott, a little bit outside of Prescott, but yep. yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I played there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. So I, uh, I guess we're just soldiering on. 
a so, knee. Yes, tell, <laughs> not a visual <laughs> thing, Jim. It got really quiet, yeah, and then everyone pointed roll. at me. I, ah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jim, well. it's, time, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> You're doing great. Okay. Hi, Rosemary. Hi, Jim. Hey. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay, man. Okay. Rosemary. Where can we find you? Where, um, where do you live? Well, I am, I'm posting um, my events on Facebook. So you can find me, Rosemary Tracy Erickson, on Facebook. I do post my gigs there. I'll be at the 11th Mark's Beer Garden with Tommy and Jim this month. I'll also be the 19th at the Meadery, Superstition Meadery, our award-winning meadery in town. And then um, 222, I actually am playing the Capitol Canyon Golf Club. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> and it's going to be great. So, that. yeah. <laughs> so, 222, and that's my number. On we're playing on 111, Get and out. then you're playing on 222. Oh, that's weird. Oh, look at that. That's some Very good magic. Weird. So, yeah. So, check it out there. All right. So, here we go. Next question, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. Now, uh, who are some of your influences, you know, since we you happen to have the, the mic at this moment, yeah. bro? Um, who are some of your influences and who do you like now? Who are you talking to? Ro <laughs> Rosemary. Okay. To me? Some yeah. of my influences and who Sorry. do I like now? Oh, I, I man. Oh, I thought <laughs> you said it was bro. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I thought you said bro. I was like, this is not helpful. Yeah. 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 That was the, because we're that close, actually. Oh, that I can just use the first two letters of, <laughs> of her name. <laughs> Um, let's see. Some of my influences. I, I have to cite a lot of female songwriters because as a female, you, you search for the other women songwriters. Um, so I listen to a lot of, oh man, I dug Courtney Love. Um, I loved Hole. I thought that was just so gritty and different. Um, I got into Ani DeFranco a little later in life for the same reasons. Um, just good, good songwriting. Yeah, but Ani I mean, is like, whew, yeah, and I hate to bring there. gender into it, but I did, yeah. you know, at that time, like you go for the female songwriters. But as far as growing up, um, James Taylor, love that guy, love his lyrics. Um, we listened to a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, the Eagles, I think you said the Eagles mm -hmm. too. Yeah. And then now, who am I listening to? Gosh, I'm trying well, to no, listen. Who, to like, who are your influences? Like, who who do you think is is weave their way oh, in, in your song. Definitely writing. James Taylor, definitely um, a little bit of Ani and a lot of blues too. I try to go for the reality. Yeah. I hear some Ani. So. Maybe that's yeah. the wild <laughs> child that's, <laughs> that's inside of you. I yeah, like the way oh, she yeah, works her great. Voice. No, there's some. In fact, uh, I just came back from Austin and I saw somebody named uh, Sophia Johnson mm. who plays Texas Swing, but she's just moved here from England and she's English and she always cool. dreamt about moving to Austin and playing swing music and she is nimble and she's quick and she already got rode up there. It's crazy. Check her out guys. Cause cool. she is, she is absolutely That's cool. awesome. amazing. All right. Next in line, Nick. Hey, hi. <laughs> hi. Okay. On, wasn't, wasn't there so, a part two to that? I thought there was a part two to that question about, uh, is, uh who you're listening to yeah, now. Yeah. Who you're listening to now, right? Oh yeah. 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 yeah I was going to thank say. you. See, yeah, everybody's got a bus sobo. So you just got a bus sobo. Consolation <laughs> gift, actually, on your way well, out. You'll you. be getting a stuffed animal. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a Helen Coyote t-shirt. And a real t -shirt. one. It's oh, a magnet. <laughs> it's Put it on your fridge. <laughs> that is that, that ah, is a new rule now fries. on the Helen Coyote tier radio go. hour is bust uh, Sobo. Nice. If I don't stick to the format, yeah. you can bust me and win so stupid <laughs> stuff. So who are you listening to, Rose? So nowadays, I'm, I'm kind of trying to get back to the songwriting. Um, I, there's a lot of um, 
techno influences in music and I'm trying to just find so I'm actually going back to a lot of 90s songwriters um, I love Dave Grohl and everything he's done with the Foo Fighters and the B-list that he did with um, God I can't think of the album now but he's just so inspiring so I'm kind of actually digging into the 90s a little bit more nice. um, yeah. Yeah. isn't that great when you, yeah. when you get the inspiration and yeah. just, just go on this different flow yes. you know, I, I do that almost every day cool. but, <laughs> but cool. I mean yeah some days I just, I just want songs from New Orleans yeah. another day I think about Tommy and I want to play like <laughs> jellyfish yeah. and and um toy matinee and these obscure like pop bands and just yeah it's just yeah, yeah. it's so cool it is it, it's such a big big part of my life and I just interrupted as I always do I'm so sorry I yeah it's a combination of ADD and um yeah you're excited that this first show is rocking and being old yeah yeah all right, so uh, Nick. Hi again. Hi again. <laughs> What's up? Sorry. No, no, it's all good. See? This, it's that organic. The, it that's feels where real. The bust Sobo Constellation gift <laughs> came, came in is when I actually tried to say hi before it was your time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so influences for me, I mean, I've I've been a Stevie Ray Vaughan fan since the minute I started playing guitar. He's why I play guitar. Like he was the. I. It started with John Fogerty. Fogarty started it and Stevie ended it. Like there was no question when I moved on to him. It was like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do forever for the rest of my life. Always. There's only five albums, but they're never going to get old, you know, or four technically, if you just think studios, but, um, it was, you know, and of course I mentioned the Beatles, uh, earlier, like the Beatles are, I'm the type of guy I can name any Beatles song off the first note and I can prove it. Any single one off the first note, I can Watched name because I'm a. Yeah. I've yeah, I've, yeah, I make my friends do this, and none of them thinks this is anything off cool anthology. As like, dude, just hit it. And we should be out. roommates. I know, right? We should. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Sean and I already are, yeah, but we'll talk. Stress, <laughs> I think you got to do a contest right now. Oh no, 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 no! But after after this, after the licensing for that, yeah, I can promise you that God has spoken. Yeah. One note, you can't. Ascap's not going to get you for one note. Right. That's true. I don't think so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Blow any Beatles song, I promise, as long as it's not one of the Sitar songs, because those don't count, because they all start the same. But any of the other ones. They all start. Challenge Tommy now. um, So, you know, know, Beatles and and Stevie Ray I'm down. If one of you guys want to start pulling up Beatles songs on your phone, I can do this. But, uh, um, so, uh, you know, Beatles, Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, you know, like I said, John Fogarty, I had a kick with Aerosmith for a while there when I was a kid where I decided that they were the Who coolest didn't? thing in the world. Right. Exactly. Aerosmith is the best. Uh, and then ACDC is is another one of my favorite bands of all time. I, I am in love with Angus Young and always will be. Um, you know, and it, it it's just all whatever, you know, sounds interesting at the time. Whoever can play uh, in a way I'm not thinking of, you know. Yeah. And, and I, uh, I the, actually the hear current, all of those people when 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 you play lead. Angus definitely makes sense. There's just a, like there's a, a lot of, bit of like every mix of those in there. people. Yeah, every time that, so that you play lead. I've got the Beatles song. Oh, here, pull it up. Uh, any Beatles, gonna, any Beatles song. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play it through the mic here. See if this works. Just one note. Mm-hmm. One. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna give you just the very beginning. The night's not over yet, so. <laughs> okay, nowhere, okay. man. Oh, Come on, yeah. nowhere, man's an easy one. Yeah, hit me with something like that's "I deep. feel fine." No, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, get to somewhere, something uh, tough. Yeah, tough. <laughs> I mean mine. So let's yeah, go. something, yeah. something obscure. Yeah, give me some of a "Let It Be" or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's um, different because that's uh, just a note. It's, it's got to be, be the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here. Right. Oh, that's uh, "Ballad of John and Yoko." There you go. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Easy. Yep. Very good, um, okay. But so what I'm listening to these days is I'm listening to a lot of guitar player guys like Tommy Emmanuel, for example, sure. who may be the best guitar player who's ever lived. 
I acoustic. Mean, yes. Yeah. He's he's the, yes. there's no one else like him. Tommy Emmanuel. And then right now I'm on a project that Jim, you might actually be interested in is the thing I've called the century project. I decided to start in 1917 to listen to an album per year through now. And uh, I just got to 1983 the other day, I think. And what is 83? Uh, 83 is, I don't remember what it is, but I just did Judas Priest and and um, now and then Iron Maiden. I think I'm on, I might be on Squeeze. I don't remember what I'm on. Um, <clears throat> Squeeze is great. That's our band. But so I, I've yeah. got an album per year and I'm finding all this cool stuff I never thought to listen to, like Sister Rosetta Tharp and, and, uh, awesome. and Sinatra's concept album stuff you know amazing it's a really cool thing actually i should send you a link talk about an audiophile it's fun it's really fun the greatest audiophile it's really you love it you're great totally up your alley great okay tommy all right well i you know so just really quickly so when i was growing up on the farm there's no music out there but in the sunday newspaper you would see this thing for columbia house that said 16 cassettes for a penny Right. And then so I didn't have money, much money, but I had a penny. I was thinking this is a great deal. Right. So I'm looking at Steely Dan and it's like, oh, they misspelled Asia. And it's like, oh, little feet. She's got a tomato for a head. And I click that and it's like Almond Brothers. It sounds like almond. So I click that. Right. There's still huge influences in me. Um, Steely Dan for sure. Beatles. I never got into Beatles until I was later on. Right. And uh but now I'm the Beatles guy in Arizona, so uh, so Beatles are a huge influence. Steely Dan's a huge influence. Todd Rundgren is one of my favorites. Um, uh, I was just backstage for Todd Rundgren a couple months ago before my beautiful girlfriend Joan and I flew to Hawaii. So we were backstage for uh, Todd Rundgren, and then I met his son over in, in Hawaii. Todd Rundgren just continually evolves, so that's what I try to do is just continually evolve. Um, who I'm listening to these days, you know, Todd Rundgren... He's always ever changing. Uh, Chris Teeley, right? Yeah. Chris Teeley is my boy. Is he oh, hosting yeah. an NPR show now? He is. Yes. He is. Yes. Yeah. He is. He took over, uh, took over Garrison so. Keeley's show. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. He changed yeah. the name. I can't remember yeah. what to call it now. But yeah. yeah, and I was very fortunate. You know, we got Live from here. Live from here. Live from here, it's called now. Yep. And uh, yeah, so uh, in fact, I just saw him the other night. Uh, Johan Glidden is a Prescott musician. Love that yes. guy. He was over at my house the other night. Yeah. The oh, yeah. Sugar and the Mint. Yep, Sugar yeah. and the Mint. And, and, they, the, fault and the Fault Lines. lines. They're and the Fault Lines. Massively yeah. good players. Yep. So, uh, so they got to play uh, the main stage at Telluride this year. And I was fortunate enough, I, I got the call to go up and play Dobra on the very first song to open up the stage at Telluride Bluegrass Fest this year. So wow. playing Dobro, which is not my main instrument, yeah. but I, you know, I held my own, but freaked me out. Yeah, freaked me out, you dude. You tell Tommy Anderson to do anything and he'll just do it. Well, it's sink or swim, right? <laughs> he'll yeah. just do it. And so you just, you learn how to swim just by getting thrown in. So, uh, yeah. Hey, Sean. Yeah. So um, who are your influences and who do you listen to now? Yeah, well, the the people I listed that my that my parents were playing are all things I loved that I that I still love. Um, you know, I I will have to single out John Mayer as being the guitar inspiration, though. I heard I heard his early stuff, the acoustic work he did early on. I didn't realize um, I I because I I've been seeing street musicians just mm-hmm. play a lot of John Mayer. You know, people younger people. Yeah, I didn't realize the influence that that he had, and and I, yeah. I mean, I think it was kind of like the you know. Uh, whether we liked her or not, Cheryl Crow, when she barreled through, I know, like Cheryl she Crow. kind of yeah, she that was <laughs> called like a her, uh, a triple A uh, format at that time. Like you'll mm-hmm. hear a Cheryl Crow song, then you'll hear Little Feet, and then you'll hear 
squeeze and then you'll hear john mayer sure, you know yeah. and it was mm-hmm. it was they were mixing it all up he was a, i think yeah. that in a strange way you know you know john mayer and you know really had this exponential influence on I, a lot yeah, of i can't tell you, you know, like because there guys. wasn't a lot of great great stuff coming out and he was just kind of being very honest about what he was doing so, yeah exactly yeah. i mean there's and um I mean, it's it's just the the quality of guitar work has been so consistently high throughout his career. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, you, so many you can like his pop genres, or dislike his yeah. pop or whatever, but the musicianship is is absolutely there. Um, so I started playing guitar really trying to trying to figure out how to play neon, and I still can't play neon, but I can do everything else for the most part that he does. Not not as and, well as he's doing it, obviously. And, and um, it's like strangely, I, I don't like that song of, of his. Oh, funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're like the first person I, I've talked to that doesn't like that song. That's funny. St. Um, Patrick's Day is a great song. Yeah. Oh, St. Patrick's! I, yeah, those chords. That's my. That's one of my acoustic tester songs. You really get the full voice of the yeah. guitar playing those. Yeah. But um, yeah, I John Mayer and also at the time Jason Mraz. I was very influenced by more honestly as a person than musically. I listen to his music a lot, but I just I adore the man for his philosophies and attitude towards life, and, and he really practices what he preaches in every way. So. Um, but now I, I, I'm into really weird things. I got, I got into Radiohead about five years ago and it's just gone really downhill from there. So I listen <laughs> and I listen to a ton of hip hop. So I listen to like a, a bunch of Kanye and Kendrick Lamar and go, those guys. Um, but, uh, I, I get re I got really into, um, very, very ambient kind, kind of psychedelic electronic, like glitchy. Bon Iver is a really big one for me. Um, anything that guy does is, is, is good in my book. James Blake, those kind of people. Um, but, uh, I try to listen to as much of a range of things as I can. I can't get into metal, but otherwise I'm listening to everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just all out there. You're just soaking it There's up. There's so much quality happening yeah. right now. I mean, you, yeah. just, you know, you, you look around and it's there. Yeah. All right. Cool. Next, um, I think it's time to start all over. Uh, Tommy Anderson, it's time for you to play a song, sir. Time for me to play something. Yes. Okay. okay. I, I may I may have to I may have to be getting yeah, out of here. Sorry. Yeah. You, you want to have Tommy play us out? Yes, please. Please. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So, um, uh, again, we've we've been around the uh, room. I think you know where to catch each and every one of these individual amazing singer songwriters original. I ought to say, I forgot to mention this. You've been saying my full name all night, and I appreciate that. Yeah. My name is Sean Patrick McDermott, and that's what my music is under Spotify and iTunes and things like that. Yeah. So you can look that up there. The song I played is on there and some other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I... Because yeah, there's, there's Sean McDermott, and it's, it's not the same guy. You, so. won't, f- you won't find no. it that way. No. Yeah, he's a coach. Yeah, he's a coach. Yeah. He's a coach, okay. He's, he's a, a pretty famous coach, yeah. There's also an opera singer, there's funny enough. Is there? Yeah, there's an opera singer, too. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening to the first ever Howlin' Coyote Tour Radio Hour. Thank you, Matt Santos, for allowing this to actually happen on Mile High Radio. Please do listen to all of his podcasts. Unbelievable influence on so many people around here. And thank you to all of the artists that came out tonight. Thank you, Pat. Pat. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> now he's okay, me now I'll I get you. a consolation yeah. gift because yeah. I'm just an idiot. All right. Thank you, Rosemary. Thank, thank you. you, Nikolai. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Tommy. Well, thank you, bro. Thank you, Joan, for actually just hanging out the entire time, and John, uh, and just supporting a couple of knuckleheads here, you know, yeah. who decided to do music full-time. Um, and uh, thank you to the universe for allowing original singer-songwriters to get out there, still be uh, appreciated, still be loved, and may original independent singer-songwriters always have a place in 
everyone's hearts. My name is Jim Sobo. I'm going to sign off, and Mr. Tommy Anderson is going to go ahead and play us out tonight. Amen. Hey, and you know what? I just want to thank you for having us all out here tonight and supporting musicians that do this stuff. And uh, yeah, so I'll be checking you out on Spotify. Thanks, man. Uh, I should mention that I just released uh, three songs uh, in the last month and a half here. So they're on iTunes and, you know, Spotify and and everywhere. You know, Amazon, Google, all that stuff. So uh, here's a song, though, that's uh, not released yet, anyways. So I wrote this for my uh, beautiful girlfriend after... uh, uh, not even a couple weeks into our relationship, and I was playing this on tour when we went on tour in California. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, none of us ever stopped hearing a- about Joan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the entire tour. Uh, that's right, the entire tour. And he uh, was love. just jonesing on her the, the entire love. time. So I was, yeah. I was a little nervous. We actually slept in the same bed once. So, yes, yeah, we yeah. did. We had to. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's right. But uh, we met on the 4th of July, so here's a song I wrote uh, for Joan on 4th of July. What would it be like if you could be 16 again? Have a girlfriend, walk around holding hands. The difference is... You could still be this old 16 again And knowing all that you know now Sixteen years old But now you drive a fancy car Have all the money you want You own twenty-some guitars Cause in real life don't have to be as old as you are You can be 16 years again In your mind if you want and Every day Every day's the 4th of July And every night Fireworks light up the sky Wake in the morning do it all over again and every day now every day's the fourth of july and every day every day's the fourth of july and every night fireworks light up the sky wake in the morning it all over again and thinking back on this year I remember when January was so cold and Valentine's Day I was alone and March month went on marching on by in April birthday I was high and dry then May and June turned in line that's when you found me every day's the fourth of July every day every day's the fourth of July and every night fireworks light up the sky wake in the morning 
do it all over again Every day now, every day's the 4th of July The 4th of July The 4th of July The 4th of July The 4th of July